to the first and hopefully not the last episode of Chat and Chaz. If you haven't done so already, which you probably haven't because it's the first episode, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button so you can be notified when new episodes drop each week. Uh, I may not have normally scheduled episodes, so I want to make sure you don't miss a thing. If you like the episode and you want to help grow with me, do me a favor, just share it. Please share it. If you like it, tag me at Chaz Donati. If you don't like it, still tag me at Chaz Donati. I'd love to connect and chat it up. That's all. Let's get into today's episode. And uh, wow, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Uh, If you listen to my trailer, you may have heard me mention that this has been a project I've been wanting to do for quite a while. And that's the truth. But to actually start doing it and recording, learning somewhat of an industry I know nothing about is very frightening. And frightening, but also, you know, very exciting. You know, getting a little, some butterflies in my stomach when I record and kind of look at all this stuff going on on the, in the background on my computer. And, uh, but it's, it's kind of good butterflies at the same time. And, you know, whatever comes of this comes of it, but I know that I'm enjoying it and I hope to bring some value to everybody with, uh, with some guest interviews and, and maybe just some extra insight on, uh, on any of the topics I'm going to be covering. But Hey, this first episode is going to be a guest interview and it's going to be a great one. And he's a friend of mine. And I'm glad he wanted to be the guinea pig, uh, Mr. Colin Jordan. He's the CEO of a very interesting company called Podocall. And as an entrepreneur himself, I felt it would be a great way to kick off this podcast. And, uh, and we'll get more into what Podocall is specifically, but just a quick overview before I drop the interview. Podocall is a uh, blockchain technology that they are creating a solution to strengthen the pet community and bring value back to its members and providing help to rescues and shelters in need. So Colin will jump more into what the Podocall Fund is and kind of what their team is doing to bring together blockchain and, uh, and utilization for our pets. If you don't know what blockchain or kind of cryptocurrency are, check out the show notes. I will link an awesome YouTube video on how does a blockchain work. It's simply explained. And then also an Investopedia article on what is blockchain, how does it work, etc. So make sure to check out those show notes. I'm learning about it more and more each and every day, whether it's in the news or anything else, but definitely excited. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Colin, the CEO of Podocall. Let's do this thing. What's going on? I'd like to welcome to Chat and Chaz a man that I now consider not just a friend, but a uh, mentor of such, uh, Mr. Colin Jordan. How we doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Um, so welcome to my living room studio. It's just kind of how we're going to do it for a little while now. Um, but I'm excited to have you in person, especially uh, to talk about Podocall. Yeah, absolutely, man. we got pups running around. I think it's a perfect setting. So <laughs> loving the living room studio. Yeah, I've been um, so I've been following your journey with Podocall since uh, since you were announced the CEO five six months ago. Yep. About, um, but uh, but I've been intrigued ever since, and I think the biggest thing is because it's a new industry, it's a new type of concept, and honestly, 
you see my golden retriever running around, right? Um, I'm a big fan of dogs. Yep. And so anything that a company does or tries to get into involving pets, I'm always interested. Yeah, so. no, it's been great, man. So you're spot on. It's been about six months. Um, again, the company Podicall came in and, and effectively, you know, we're a platform that creates blockchain solutions for pets and pet owners, right? So um, obviously right now, markets, crazy, traditional, crypto, all that. Um, so it's been a little bit of a kind of turbulent ride, if you will, but we've just kind of been heads down, focusing a lot on product, a little less on marketing, um, which is maybe why a lot of people haven't heard of us just yet. But uh, it's been a really intriguing ride. Um, I know I've talked to you kind of like about our blockchain pet tag. Uh, we started a pot of call pet fund, which has helped uh, three shelters here locally already. Um, and we're developing a few other products as well right now, which, you know, in, in a good time, we're getting ready to launch and uh, hopefully penetrate the market here. So maybe for some of the listeners that are new to blockchain technology or anything like that, what do you think is, or can you explain maybe the easiest way on what blockchain does and then how this is going to benefit technology, especially involving pets? Yeah. So the way we see it, I mean, blockchain is, is a way for people to have full and complete ownership, right? Because every, everything, all the data transactions that are, are written onto a ledger and there's no kind of centralized authority, everything happens as a community, right? And so we believe that with any kind of ownership, whether it's, you know, real estate, money, talk about pets and their records and data, yeah. right? Like we want to create an environment where you, the owner, actually own the data. And so for us, you know, building off the blockchain means that we're writing everything that happens, transactions, things like that, all into that chain, which, you know, for us, we're working with Ethereum network right now. But um, what that does is, is the data that is so rich and so valuable, right, with anything that we do. I mean, think about Facebook and how much money they make off of our data. Yeah, of course. We're trying to give some of that value back to the users. And so the people that participate in our platform, they'll own their pet's data, whether it's health records, daycare, what it eats, you know, even, you know, the collar that we're developing, um, you know, has a pedometer, right? So what kind of activity they're doing, that now, that data, they control it and can go ahead and sell it. Um, for our token, which is UPI. And now they can use that token, whether they want to exchange it for dollars or products, services, et cetera. Um, that's what we're kind of our vision for the future is. So I guess, for example, like obviously I take Bauer to Banfield Pet Hospital. He's been there for his entire life. Um, is this something that if I present the dog tag to them, they can just pull up all of his data right then and there? So that's the future that we were looking for, okay. right? So we'll, it, obviously building an ecosystem takes time. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't going to happen overnight. We have to create a lot of partnerships and, and ultimately technology that can scale. Right? Yeah. And so, but in the future, yes, absolutely. What we'd like instead of the hospital being, or the vet being the only one that owns that data, right? So let's yeah. say you took them to another vet or you had an ER visit or something or like you're that. Out or you're out of town. Yeah. You don't want to have to rely on, okay, now that vet's closed at 10 o'clock at night. You can't get the information. There's no way for them to achieve it. Well, now you have a tag that has all that stored on a blockchain. When my dog's sick at midnight, I don't have to rely on my normal vet to give that information. Yeah. It's mine. It's there. It's accessible, right? That's, that's just one of many use cases that we see for the future. And again, it goes back to the owner having real ownership. Now, is the owner going to have to have, let's say, an online account involving blockchain, whether it's like a Coinbase account or anything like that? Or are they going to be able to access all of their pets' data from essentially a desktop? Yeah. So, I mean, effectively, you're going to have, when, when you create a profile on our platform, at least, you're going to create okay. a wallet and that wallet is attached to gotcha. the dog, right? So you'll have your passphrase yeah. and everything else. Yep. But that's that identifier for your gotcha. pet, right? Okay. So 
whatever you do, you know, an NFT, uh, if you make an NFT of your pet, yeah. you know, um, if you write records to it, have even, you know, UPI, which is essentially a currency attached to it, it's all going to be there. Okay. But it, it does, it, you know, it translates. I mean, you don't have to, it doesn't have to, because you have a wallet now, it doesn't just sit on protocols. Uh, yeah. Ecosystem, obviously, you know, that wallet lives and breathes in the entire chain. Yeah. And so you did mention uh, just now kind of wallet. So do people have the ability to purchase UPI, your coin currently? Yeah, absolutely. So okay. we're on a, a few major exchanges, uh, Coinbase being one of the biggest okay. in the, in the yeah. world, really. But uh, yeah, so right now, I mean, getting a wallet's pretty quick and easy. Um, and then you just go to those exchanges and you can start getting UPI now. Um, but, you know, today, UPI and, and protocol for that matter is we really see it kind of in its infancy. But one day, you know, the vision being that we'll be able to exchange UPI for goods, services, et cetera, yeah. kind of creating this circular economy because then again, it's, it's decentralized, it's decentralized yeah. finance. Like you don't have a bank or an intermediary. If I bought something from you in our marketplace, you're getting those funds immediately. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's also interesting you mentioned NFT because I actually had somebody on Upwork when I was kind of dipping into a little bit of NFTs early on, or, or sorry, to the end of last year. Um, I actually got an NFT made of Bauer. Um, I paid somebody on Upwork like $40 or something like yeah. that. And it was actually pretty creative and, and really cool how it came out. I honestly love it. I'm probably going to keep it forever. Um, but I think that is also very interesting how you can create an NFT of your dog. And then um, I actually saw the interview that you did with, um, uh, who was it? Jane King. Um, you mentioned that you can maybe go into the metaverse with yeah. this NFT of your dog. Yeah. So right now we actually were getting ready to launch kingdom which is our nft marketplace right cool and yeah. you're actually there's a few tiers right there's like you know one you could just go in and create kind of a simple nft whether it's a jpeg a movie whatever um or you can go ahead there's an illustrator that we have with it where if you want to get artistic you can do some real cool art stuff with your pet or there's another tier where we have some certified artists that we've approved 3d that will do a 3d rendering so we've done a few have one of debo um, you know, Marlena did one of her, her uh, dog Toto as well, but these are real 3d renders that we're actually partnering with, you know, not informally, right. We've been yeah. talking to yeah. people at Decentraland that we want to be able to take these renders and put them into the metaverse. So yeah. the idea being, we have all the qualifications and meet the requirements for putting that pet into the metaverse. And so, you know, that's a higher tier, but those renders look damn close to what the pet it's, looks like. It's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, so, I've done a little bit of VR play here and there, but it is very interesting. And the concept I feel like is there and yeah. it's going to be around obviously for forever. In my well, opinion. so, so the way I think of it too, we're creating all kinds of new experiences and, and lots, I mean, there's been, you know, billions of dollars in injuries and Horowitz just started a fund that was four and a half billion or something like yeah. that. Right. So, they're moving in that direction. It's not so much that, oh, the whole world's going to turn digital, but it's the idea that, hey, like certain experiences, you know, let's say going into a store, some people, whether they're limited or don't feel like it or don't have time, right? Yeah. They can pop on a headset, go make a purchase in the metaverse, and it gets delivered to their physical real life house. Now, to me, that's pretty awesome. Now, now put that in a pet's perspective. It's not like we're sitting here saying, oh, instead of walking your real dog, you're just going to Yeah. <laughs> but there's some folks that have limitations or disabilities or they don't have a dog or they can't own a dog. Those are scenarios where it's like they can still have that experience and that joy of like, hey, I'm playing with my dog or I'm taking on a walk or I'm doing whatever. Right. And, and again, to us, that's really cool. If you're going to yeah. have that full immersion of experience in the metaverse, like 
pets should be involved in it too. If you kind of think about it, it's almost like going to Disneyland and going on like the soaring ride or something like that with all the different um, attributes they throw at you, like the wind and everything else. And you feel like you're kind of paragliding or, or whatever the ride is. So but. if you, I actually saw the other day, there was a fun, I, I forget the name of it, but um, Robert Scoble, who's a big technology guy in Silicon Valley, he actually was, his kids were playing with, and it's a headset that's waterproof. Like you put it on and go in the water and you hold on to this thing on the side of the pool and like you can go underwater and it like simulates you scuba diving. Like you wow. can see all kinds of stuff. There was, a, they used the same one to go down like a water slide. And instead of being just like a plastic tube with water while you have that on, it looks like this whole like immersive experience. Like you're in an aquarium. Type oh, deal. that's so crazy. It's pretty awesome. So as much as like, you know, people hate on the metaverse and hate on like the future. I just think there are really cool applications of it. And people have to be a little bit more open-minded about what could be. Yeah. And also just I remember agree. like we're in the early stages. So to Very knock early. something that's like just being thought of or just being, of course, a lot of stuff's going to fail and a lot of things aren't going to work out, but if we don't try, we won't know. So I'd rather be on the cutting edge of technology and frontier technology. That's why I got involved in the yeah. first place. Uh, just because your imagination can run wild and you could take chances and, you know, you're going to make mistakes instead of, you know, being in one, some big company where, you know, you put the wrong memo out and you're, yeah, and you're fired three different bosses, <laughs> right? Like office space scenario, right? Well, um, also in that interview, um, with, uh, with Jane King and, and she's the host of new to the street, you were talking about the, uh, the other side of what protocol brings, which is rescues. Um, you have a fund currently set up that you guys give back a hundred percent of those proceeds to rescues. Um, I think in the Arizona area, have you guys expanded outside of Arizona at all? Yeah. So right now we have three, uh, rescues that we've partnered with in Arizona and we're expanding now into Southern California. And we have another in, uh, Ohio that we're talking to ultimately, I mean, we're going out and, and like you said, the fund itself, it's, it's a, uh, Pot of call pet fund. It's a wallet that we've set up completely transparent. You can go on Etherscan, see like what's going where, but basically all of the products and services that pot of call sells, a portion will go into that fund. And then a hundred percent of that fund will end up with shelters and rescue. Right? That's like, awesome. We don't take anything off the top. That fund is not meant for us to make money. It's, it's part of our charitable give back and working with the community and ultimately what we're all about. I mean, at the end of the day, pot of call's mission is to improve the lives of pets and pet owners. Yeah. And unfortunately there's still, hundreds if not thousands of shelters out there even in just north america that are still kill shelters and so yeah. we're trying to reduce that number which is obviously improving the lives of yeah. pets. but then also just you know for those that are, are trying to go ahead and take care of those pets making their lives a little bit easier right yeah. like those shelters and rescues run on paper thin margins yeah so if we can get them money and get it to them you know in a, in a transparent quick efficient way like yeah you know uh crypto then that's i think that's what sets you guys apart you and your team especially because you're taking um, what is not necessarily a, an established concept in crypto and blockchain, but it is evolving every single day. But now you're also bringing the real life aspect. I mean, when you go to those rescues, it's devastating. Yeah. You see those commercials on TV. I mean, it just, it's, it pulls at your heartstrings. And, um, but I love that what your team is doing in bringing those together and you're kind of using all of your tools for the better of pet owners and pets. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously I have a, a pet myself, a puppy Debo, but, um, it's, you know, I wasn't super familiar with that rescue shelter world, uh, previously. And the more I learned and the more I visit them, like you said, I mean, it's, it's heart wrenching. You go yeah. in there and you know, some of them that we come across, like they'll give these puppies or dogs a certain amount of days and then 
you know, if they, they'll I put know. them down. And so, so being there and being in that room, you almost want to take them home with you. Um, and then just when you get home and realize that there's hundreds or thousands of shelters that operate like this, it, it just, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, you know, even if we can help at the local level, five, then 10, then 20, and then start to expand, like that's, that would be the ultimate success for us beyond just the business aspect of Podical, right? Like we believe in the business, but I think the bigger goal here, again, going back to the bettering of lives of pets and pet owners, like that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. And to finish on that Jane King interview, which we'll make sure to link it so people can yeah. check it out for sure. Um, you did mention a new sponsorship opportunity with college football. Yes. And that is pretty big to say the least, especially for a crypto company, because you guys are one of the first to kind of team up with those collegiate athletics. Um, can you maybe just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, no, I'm really stoked actually. So um, we were the first company to sponsor a college football team with crypto or one of the first in the country. Right. And that's the university of central Florida. So um, obviously the company was started kind of in that Florida region and that, yeah. and, and that's really our backyard. Um, but for me, obviously as a CEO, like I'm super passionate about sports. I love sports, love yeah. football. Um, wink, wink at U of A. We'd love to do the same <laughs> with you guys. Um, you know, and so I think we're, we're going to get in talks with them as well, but, um, yeah, really excited about that. Obviously beyond the sports connection and loving that you know, colleges are, are, they're right in our target as far as being that kind of 18 to 25 range as they yeah. start to, you know, and they're the ones that are into frontier technology. They're the ones investing in crypto and looking into the future. And not only that, you know, they're coming out of college and looking at new innovative companies to go work with. So, you know, as we continue to scale, there's just so many benefits of working on that college level and getting visibility in front of that crowd. Um, I'm really excited about it. So obviously I mean, you're going to go to a UCF yes, game yes. now. <laughs> so, so look out for it. It'll be, um, Halloween weekend. It'll be Cincinnati at us UCF. So, uh, okay. U university of central Florida out there in Orlando at the, uh, the bounce house should be pretty rowdy on Halloween weekend. So yeah, me and my team will be there. Um, you're more than welcome to join us. That'll oh be, man, that would be weekend. a, that'd be a hell of a weekend. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. how big is the team now at Podocall? So we have a blended team of 12 that's contractors and full-time employees. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got some developers overseas. Uh, we have a few people here locally in Arizona and then others spread out, um, you know, in Florida, New York, et cetera. So it's, uh, you know, we're mostly remote. Uh, we're always looking to hire, looking, you know, for multiple different positions. But um, I think right now our big focus is still on product. But as we scale, then we'll, we'll definitely start to make some more marketing and sales hires. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks like that you guys are, it sounds like at least you guys are on the right track. Where do you see Pato Call in, let's say, a year from now? So I think, you know, we'll launch our next, our first kind of revenue generating product or service here in the next month. Um, hopefully we'll have a, a good iteration of the tag following right behind that. So I'd say in the next year, we have at least one to two products or services that are on the market generating revenue. And then as we continue to scale and grow, um, I think ultimately in five years, what I'd like to see is that, you know, Podical has a kind of burgeoning community, um, you know, people that are, I don't want to say diehards, but they're kind of avid active users of, of all of our services, right? So yeah. they have a tag, they've gotten an NFT, they're able to use UPI, um, you know, whether it's for toys, treats, et cetera. And really we just have this community or ecosystem of happy, like, pets and pet owners whose lives have been improved. That's what I would really love to see in the next five years. And then obviously from the fun side, I'd, I'd really like to see us up into the, you know, 
in five years, I'd love to see us working with 100 plus shelters, you know. So our goal by uh, the end of this year was to be doing one a month, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you kind of extrapolate on that, we'd be pretty close to 100 in five years. So. Wow. Well, I mean, we have your model, Debo. Yeah. This yeah. is Debo, and he's named after... He's named after Debo, Debo Samuel, Samuel. Okay. Our, uh, 49ers <laughs> diehard over here. So he's the model that you see on uh, probably all the social media posts. Um, if people wanted to find out some more information on Podocall or yourself in general, um, because you are an entrepreneur, um, you're very inspiring for future entrepreneurs, but you're also very aware with tech and kind of where you see a lot of things going. So if people wanted to find in more information on Podocall specifically, where would they go? Yeah, so podocall.com, that's the website okay. for sure. And then we have tons of great info on both our Instagram and Twitter, um, just at podocall, right? P-A-W-T-O-C-O-L. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's plenty of information, lots of great content. Uh, I know one of our great things, we do a breed of the week, right? So we feature breeds. We try to kind of educate people as well. Um, and then furthermore, we'll have more content coming up to educate people on blockchain and cryptocurrency and all that. Want to say well. something? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I mean, and, and then obviously for myself, like I have all my uh, social handles as well. So you can connect with me there and, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, honestly, dude, thank you. You are the first to come to the living room studio. Um, and I know it won't be the last, uh, like I said before, you're, you're very inspiring with not only just entrepreneurs, but Arizona people, especially, um, your outreach and your social circle out here in Arizona exceeds many, many people. Um, I hope to see you out on the golf course. Yes. And uh, yeah, thank oh, you. I spent so much I time working now. It. I don't get to golf as much, <laughs> so you guys will be taking me on the course. But I really appreciate it, man. I think this is an awesome initiative you got going. Uh, hopefully other small, medium-sized businesses will benefit from it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, just keep doing your thing. I think this is going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully we'll get to do like a panel or do a few people together. Look, now Bauer wants some. Now too, Bauer so. wants in. Right on, the man. The jealousy continues. It. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Thank brother. You. All right. Debo. Wow, that was fun. That was that was a good time. I am very thankful for Colin to stop by and kind of be my guinea pig for this. The dogs were running around. They were having a good time. Debo, incredible little animal kind of runs like a like the wide receiver Debo Samuel from the Niners uh, but that was just a fun time and learning about Podocall and what their mission stands for as a pet lover you know it is it's hard to see kind of what those shelters and rescues go through with the minimal resources they are given to save pets lives so you know I hope you follow Podocall's mission if you do want any more information make sure to check them out at podocall.com and just remember, I will be linking some extra stuff in the show notes. If you want any extra, any extra information, we're not going to be giving any financial advice on this podcast or anything of the such. We will make sure to add some extra show notes, though, at the end, if you do have any extra interest in learning about a certain topic. But, you know, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me. If you know anyone that would be fun to interview, small or medium-sized business, let me know. You can reach out to me on email at chatandchaz at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at Chaz Donati and reach out to me there. So thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Chat and Chaz and we still hope it's not going to be the last one and, uh, and I hope you continue tuning in each week. So let's grow this show together. See you on the next episode. Have a great day.